You are the CEO of your own health. Your destiny is in your head. This is The Playbook. I am so excited because we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, ease. And our natural homeostasis being of being at ease. Naveen Jain is the founder and CEO of Viome. And he and I share a similar perspective that has created a similar reality in our lives. Welcome to The Playbook, Naveen. First of all, David, what an honor to be speaking with you and your tribe here, because this is a tribe that I fall in love with, because every one of them out there is making a difference in not just their lives, but actually using their resources, their influence, their wisdom to make a difference in other people's lives. And that's, to me, the true definition of success, where you measure your success by how many other people's lives you improve, not how much you have created for yourself. And you have done the same by elevating others to elevate yourself. And we have a very similar mission, but defined in a different term. Uh, we both believe that illness is an option, uh, that dis-ease is an option, that we both know who's accountable for that option. Um, and it's interesting because you've built an AI-driven platform that <laughs> actually analyzes the dis-ease that we put ourselves in through one of what I call the four necessities in life, nutrition, water, yep air, and of course, sleep. And yep. so anyone working within the context of those four necessities of the embodiment can understand how to put the body at ease and identify what puts it at dis-ease. For you, I know you've done a lot of work because we spoke beforehand. Where has uh, that perspective come from, which is a shift in the paradigm that you already are healthy what are we doing to interfere with it instead of I got to go get healthy? And that is, you know, to me, it's when we started the company and say, imagine living in a world where illness is optional. I'm not kidding you, David. A lot of people thought I was blaming them to say, you mean I want to be sick? And the answer is yes. What you do matters. You are the CEO of your own health. Your destiny is in your head. When, you, when I asked them and said, do you believe being healthy is optional? He said, of course, being healthy is optional. It's a choice of being healthy. And you're telling me being healthy is a choice. Why being sick is not a choice, right? And you know, what really turns out is that we have been, in fact, taught from the day one. When you tell someone, hey, I am sick or I got cancer, what's the first thing? Oh, I'm so sorry. What a bad luck. And what really is that we have starting to find a way to blame a luck for something that is actually the matter of choices we have made along our life journey. As you mentioned, the body wants to heal itself. Body is always as a natural state is in homeostasis. It is the choices we make every single day that brings the dysbiosis to our body. And so let me explain the concept a little bit more because your genes are not your destiny. And let me just explain that to you again. Your DNA and your genes are not your destiny. Now, remember- Can I stop you real quick? I got to yeah, stop yeah. you because my audience knows me. When we talk about our genes not being our destiny, there's two yeah. inheritance that are inclusive in this quantum DNA. There's a- <laughs> genetic one, which everyone's familiar with. And I know scientifically, we've proven that there's a genetic inheritance into our DNA of maybe four generations that can be traced. But there's also 
energetic inheritance in that DNA. And everyone has the possibility and probability of activating or deactivating the positive aspects of ease within that DNA. So when you talk about that does not define our destiny, there's two paths. There's the genetic one, which we can recognize easier than the energetic one that may actually have come from past lives. Uh, for those that believe in that, which I do, that it makes it very hard to determine, you know, what that habitual uh, homo, what we believe to be the norm, which is yeah. just an energetic inheritance. Well, you know, I think when we, I don't want to go tangent on you because we could talk about that. Reincarnation is not a concept of a religion. If you look at the human body, I mean, at the end of the day, our body, call it whatever you want, is made of atoms. Atoms are made of what? Electrons and protons. What are they made of? Quarks. What are the quarks made of? At the end of the day, it is energy. When you die, the energy comes back into the same universal energy. And when you are born, you are a incarnation or you can say manifestation of the same universal energy and that is what is the incarnation is really is the energy never dies that's the one fundamental principle of the thing energy never goes away right now coming back to the thing what i was trying to say was less than five percent of the diseases are fully penetrant that means you have a gene and you're going to have a disease period right 95% of everything is actually is in the choices we make is nurturing, right? So imagine uh, I am born and suddenly you do my DNA test. It's the same. And now if I get gained 400 pounds, my DNA hasn't changed. Now I get diabetes, my DNA hasn't changed. I get depression, my DNA hasn't changed. I get die, you know, now I get Alzheimer's, I get Parkinson's. And by the way, now I die. 10 years after I die, you do my DNA. It's still the same. So if DNA can't even tell you you're dead or alive, how it is going to tell you you're healthy or sick? And that's the fundamental problem is your genes are not your destiny. It's a gene expression, how they express it. And you know, it's called technically epigenetics, right? So how our genes are expressed is really what causes the dis-ease. Now, what changes the gene expression? As you mentioned, it is your nutrients, the food you eat every day, the air you breathe every day, right? I mean, it's literally when we talk about the water you take every day, all of that are changing. What do they change? They change our microbiome in our mouth, in our gut. When the microbiome changes their expression based on the food you are eating or what you're feeding them, the air you are breathing, because remember when you are in the farm, and you have animals, you're breathing all the microbiome in your things and you're excelling. These people, people who live on the farm, you never see them in the spring, sneezing and you know, oh my nose is running, they never get allergy. Why? Because they have a strong immunity already built in, right? It is the people like us who live in this urban jungle where we actually find ourselves having all these diseases. And we, you know, it's interesting is the closer to the nature you live, the closer to the foods you eat that actually are in the seasons. And our, again, our body is constantly adapting and changing. So interestingly, what we did was we started this company six years ago. And this is what we do. We fundamentally analyze all of your gene expression. So David, so going back and saying, what is the gene expression? Gene expression is literally how your genes express themselves 
And that is what makes what we call RNA. That is what makes the protein. That's what tells the body what to do, right? And that's really the fundamentally what we do. We analyze the RNA. Uh, everything, mRNA, the four-letter word that has become really popular in this COVID time, that four-letter word is something we started doing six years ago, right? And go ahead, David. I was going to say, it's interesting because I'm, you know, hugely focused in on the four necessities, including yeah. sleep, which, you yeah. know, sleep is a third of our lives. And it's amazing how many people on earth, the majority of people go to sleep at night and wake up more tired than mm -hmm. when they went to bed. Uh, because they don't take it as an activity of recovery, mm -hmm. which is so important in your process, but also mm -hmm. access. And what I find interesting is beyond what we eat, drink, breathe, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. sleep uh, mm -hmm. is the power of thought, which produces cortisol, or yes. I call it the dose from God, the expression yes. of genius, mm -hmm. dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, mm -hmm. endorphins, yes. which yep. creates you know, less, it puts your body at ease where cortisol puts it at disease. Mm. And so, how do you, with your platform, mm. kind of identify the practices that we adhere to that creates dose mm. instead of cortisol? Absolutely. So, I mean, if you think about it, your gut and brain are connected through the vagus nerve. I mean, in fact, the gut-brain connection is so strong. When you think about it, when you get anxiety, you get a butterfly in your gut. In your stomach. You don't get a butterfly in your head, right? When you're depressed, what do you do? You eat or you don't eat. Your gut and brain are connected. And what that means is nutrition affects your depression, your anxiety. And in fact, it is the gut microbiome activity. And now it is proven, by the way, you can go Google depression and microbiome. You can click, you know, anxiety and microbiome, ADHD, and, you know, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, any type of brain disease. And interestingly, Similarly, our brain, our thoughts, as you said, also impact our gut. And, you know, so for example, as you get stressed, when you get yourself into fight or flight mode, what does the fight or flight mode happens? In that mode, all your systems that are not absolutely essential shut down. Your digestive system it shut down. You don't need to worry about digesting your food because you're about to become a lunch for someone else. You don't need to worry about your food like that. Right? And, you know, interestingly thing is that at that point, the digestive system shuts down. It releases the endorphins to pump up your muscle and it gets you the, in the mode to fight or flight. In that mode, when you find yourself constantly in that mode, rather than getting into that mode, and there are two things happen. Either you survive or you got, you got eaten. When you survive, you got back yourself into the homeostasis again. But now in our today's society, every minute of our life, we have a stress. Some, our spouses stress us, our girlfriends, boyfriends stress us, right? Our work stresses, our bosses stress us. If nothing else, there are a whole bunch of things because we bring up on ourselves and we never say, I am stressing myself. And by the way, this is really interesting. Everyone says, you made me angry. And I, you know, you go back and say, no, 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 no. You made yourself angry because I don't have that much power to control your brain to make it do what I want it to do. Those days of really don't exist. That's the ultimate form of slavery when you allow someone to actually control your own brain. So no one can make you happy. 
Nothing else outside can make you happy. Happiness comes from inside you. And when you find that happiness, you could be sitting in a dark corner and be happy. And when you are unhappy inside you, you could be sitting in a paradise and still be unhappy, right? And that's the fundamental problem that you and I exist, right? People talk about that before eating, we should do gratitude. Why would you do that? It's simply to bring your body from the sympathetic mode into parasympathetic mode. That means you go out of fight, fight or flight mode back into the normal so your body can now digest the food. When you are still stressed, you're still anxious, watching TV, cursing your boss, cursing whatever else you want to curse, guess what? Your body is not digesting any food at that time. And no wonder you get sick. And the same thing holds true. I have an unwinding routine before yeah. we sleep. I think it's yeah. just as important to have gratitude before we go to sleep and then also yeah. prepare for the day when we wake up. Yes. Um, you talk about abundance. And I think yes. one of the mindset paradigms that you're, you know, in your book, Moonshots, which Branson wrote the forward to, yes. but you, you really understand how the universe is not a zero sum game. That it's a value add game. The universe is expanding, accelerating, and growing mm -hmm. at all times. Yeah. And so then our natural being is expanding, growing, and accelerating as, uh, as well. We focus so much on giving, but yes. one of the greatest uh, tr transformational uh, perspectives that I have is how important receiving is. And awesome. this is for health and wealth, mm -hmm. happiness, and worthiness. Mm -hmm. How does receiving equate into abundance for you um, and how does it equate to our health? Yeah, so I mean, if you think about it, that today we fight over things, only reason we fight over things are because we believe they're finite and if someone else has them, we can't have them. And you, know, so you would argue that some people believe that human beings are so greedy, it doesn't matter how much we have, we still want more of it. And then I remind them that human beings are actually fundamentally generous people. It is built into our DNA to take care of each other. Because when we grew up in, you know, in savannas of Africa, we knew the only way we could survive is when our tribe survived, right? So we like to take care of each other. So now, why is it if we are so greedy, 100,000 of us can go to a sports game and actually enjoy the game. And we never slap the guy next to us and say, you just took a deep breath, that was my air. Why is that? Because we believe the air is in abundance, right? That's the reason. Because we believe air and oxygen is abundance and every one of us can have any of, as much as we want and we don't need to fight over it. Now imagine, what if the energy was the next air? Because Every 90 minutes, more energy falls on this planet than we use in the whole year. Just simply a matter of conversion. Just simply, just like aluminum, when we, you know, when we discovered electrolysis, we, that was the most precious metal, became something we throw away every day. Now, what will be the electrolysis of our energy that will convert the solar energy into an abundance energy so energy can be democratized, demonetized, and become completely free? And when you have the free energy, you can have free, clean water. You can distill the water. You can desalinize the water because of free energy. Right? Suddenly, the things we fight over are, you know, what do we fight over? Water, land, right, and energy. Those are the things we fight over. Now, we talked about the water. We talked about the energy. Now, let's talk about the land. 
We say leg is finite. What is that finite? Think about our planet Earth is a tiny dot in our solar system. In fact, our solar system couldn't be seen in our galaxy. Our galaxy couldn't be seen in our Milky Way. Our Milky Way is a tiny dot in our universe. And our universe may be a tiny dot in a multiverse. So what are we fighting over? It's a matter of mindset because if we believe you can live on the moon, Mars, beyond our solar system into a different solar system, beyond our galaxy into a different galaxy, beyond our universe into a different universe, where is that scarcity coming from? It's all in your mind. Now, coming back to health, brother, you know, health is one of the most important things. We can't do anything without health, right? Because when you are sick, you only have one wish. When you are healthy, you have many wishes, right? My, fa my favorite line, as my favorite line, right? Health yeah. has to be your non-negotiable, and wishes are the greatest resource that we have. You you yeah. stated it when we were talking before. The power of our wishes is incredible. So I wanted to stop you for a second and reiterate that to everyone: when you're healthy, you have as many wishes as you want. If you're unhealthy, yeah. you and from Steve Jobs down, prove it. Yeah. Steve Jobs, when he was sick, only had one wish. He had the whole world at his hands, but he only had one wish every morning when he woke up. Yeah, not to be sick, right? And that is, you know, honestly, David, the reason I started this company, having lost my own dad to cancer, I realized that this problem has to stop. We can't see our loved ones die every day from a preventable diseases. Right? Diabetes is preventable. Obesity is preventable. Heart disease is preventable. Guess what? Cancers are preventable. Cancer is not something body happens naturally. It is when your body is constantly inflamed, when there are gut microbiomes constantly causing inflammation, when you have a leaky gut, when you have leaky gum. These are the things that are causing the people to have these cancers. In fact, we find the microbiome inside the tumor of every cancer. Now they've proven even the immunotherapy, whether it works or does not work, depends on your microbiome. So what we do, uh, brother, at Wyom is you get this kit at home, you send us a few drops of your blood, a spit of your saliva we're adding very soon, and a touch of his stool. And we come back and tell you what's your biological age, what's your immune health, what's your gut health, what is your cellular health, what's your mitochondrial health. And then we say, don't eat these foods, like don't eat broccoli because your sulfide production in your gut is too high. Don't eat spinach, even though Popeye told you it's good for you. Popeye was not a scientist. I'm telling you don't <laughs> eat spinach because your oxalate metabolism is very low. Don't take vitamin B3 because your uric acid production is too high. Don't take curcumin thinking is really good anti-inflammatory, not for you because your bile acid production is too high. And then we tell you exactly what foods you should eat and here is why, what foods you should avoid and here is why what supplements you shouldn't be taking, and what do you actually need? So we tell you, you need 22 milligram of elderberry. You need 17 milligram of curcumin. You need 19 milligram of berberine. And guess what? We literally make those capsules with only that ingredient in that dosage and ship it off to you. And guess what happens? In four months, your diabetes, we proved, went down by your HbA1c by 30%. Your depression score measured by PHQ9 by 36%. Your anxiety score measured by GAD7 came down by 32%. Your IBS score came down by 40%, right? This is measured by IBS SSS, right? And the people, in fact, not only that, we also showed 
that now we can diagnose people's diseases like cancer, early stage cancer, and we got the FDA breakthrough device designation. You spit in a tube and we can tell you with 98% specificity, you have a cancer, right? Now, imagine now you can not only diagnose, now we're working on vaccines to actually stop these diseases from ever happening, prevent them and stop the progress of them. And we are currently two vaccines uh, in, are working with a large pharma company to actually stop that. Imagine someone who did not know anything about healthcare came into the industry because I believe the non-experts are the ones that actually end up disrupting the industry because they rethink reimagine and recreate the foundation of what experts have taken it for granted. So anyone who's listening to it, David, they need to be paying attention to what you do every day. Not only you are changing the world, you are allowing the wisdom of everyone else to bring them here so your people can actually get that wisdom because they may not have access to the people you bring in. And that's the reason I listen to your show because those people are not something in my tribe, right? And you bring you the are. access to them. You're living proof of why this show should be two hours long, not 17 to 20 minutes, because I can sit here all day and all I can think of is you have created an ease of being at ease. And Viome is a mechanism that helps us to understand that you can either suffer from discipline or suffer from regret. And when we have these mechanisms of ease uh, to make illness or dis-ease optional, it's the greatest gift and the greatest value of empowerment that we can give. Uh, and by making it so easy, I, I, for, for years, because of the mindset, I said, we're all not the same. It, it can't be true that, you know, you know, this shot is, is the same for me as it is for that person. That's and right. through what you're able to do with technology, through AI and the platform, we are now able to customize to ourselves what is best for us as singular individuals as part of a collective consciousness, which also will help aggregate the benefit to everyone of being at ease. You gotta check out the company that puts you at ease to be at ease. There is no reason to be at dis-ease anymore with people like Naveen Jain and his company, Viome. Thank you so much. We're gonna have you on my TV show. We're gonna have you on many more things. More people need to reach out to you. More people need to learn about this. And we're going to have multiple conversations uh, about the metaverse, the multiverse, and quantum physics uh, for, for years to come, my friend. You're part of my tribe. I'm a big fan of yours. Thank you so much.